This week, we pass the ball to the listeners. What should we do for the rest of the summer? We're going to go back to Julian Fellows, but should we cover Dr. Thorne? Or should we cover Belgravia? We're going to weigh the pros and cons, and we're going to put the ball in your hands. What do you want? Let's find out on the Lord of Grinth podcast. And after a much-needed week off celebrating our great nation of the United States and uh, enjoying ourselves, enjoying the heat wave we've been having in the Northeast, we're back on the Lords of Grantham podcast. How you doing, Corey? I've been okay. Uh, I mean, I was more observing my birthday than, than July 4th in America's oh, birthday yeah. this past well, week. Happy belated <laughs> birthday. Thank you. And, and you were busier moving into a house. Yeah, I was. Uh, if this sounds different, if it sounds more echoey today, it's because I'm still unpacking my office, which is not a priority because I don't work from home. The office is just for podcast-related things and practicing music. So, Well, you said on Facebook you didn't, you didn't live in a cave, but the, the truth is you've moved into a cave. I mo- Yeah, I moved into a giant cave, so auto... Yeah. As far as audio is concerned, but I think once uh, once this has some semblance of what it will look like permanently, I'll do like a little mini tour of the office just for the maybe for the Patreon listeners to give them some content because I have my little uh, gin bottles, empty gin bottles or empty Downton wine. I have the <laughs> and you polish all stuff. off in the, in, in the last week, right? <laughs> just to oh break yeah, them in. yeah. <laughs> just two bottles of gin. I'm looking at it right now. I got the, our friend Estelle made us a. Uh, Needlepoint several years ago that's finally out of a box. It's been in a box for three years. So, you know, the Lords of Grantham Studios will, I think the doors will open. We'll be able to do some more in person stuff now that we have this space. So nice. Yeah. That's very good. But uh, we're, we're not here today to talk about more TV because we haven't settled on what that's going to be uh, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think, I think we, we hovered over one of, so, so, mm-hmm. you know, I said it in the introduction. Dr. Thorne or Belgravia. Those are the two we're talking about. And at first, Dr. Thorne seemed to pique our interest, but then Belgravia is also declared as a miniseries, so I don't think that's coming back. There's rumors of it returning, but never really confirmed. So Yeah. So, well, I mean, do we want to talk about this? Do we want to jump right into this now, or do we want to talk about the Gilded Age news? Well, so the reason why... Well, I guess they did begin filming a second season of Belgravia. But, but, oh, okay. Uh, just for context here... You know, people have been asking us like to watch longer form shows. Uh, as always, we understand. You know, he wants to talk about everything that's out there that's vaguely British or period drama. Um, but we really enjoyed covering the Gilded Age as it aired live last year. Yeah, and so we've and, been kind of hedging our bets, waiting for it to return. And I think it's it's uh, it's not an unselfish thing for us to declare that our numbers went through the roof when we were listening to the Gilded Age as it aired. Yeah, and. We like numbers. <laughs> and just like talking about stuff as it, as it airs rather than after the fact sometimes, you know, for a change mm-hmm. of pace, because we always talk yes. about things after they've long been done. So the idea here is to try and watch something that's containable, that we can polish off as we prepare for Gilded Age, because as we heard, uh, I think in the past week, it was shared on Lords of Grantham Lounge page that 
Laura Benanti, famous Broadway actress uh, who also appears in The Gilded Age, she spoiled uh, on an interview, similar to Nathan Lane, that the show should be coming back September 11th. Uh, that, that it's, There's no confirmation of this, but that is what she said in this past week, and why would you lie about that? So Yeah. Dave, what do you a, think? Is that a Monday? Is, is Gilded Age a Monday It is a show? Monday. That would be a Monday, so, just yeah. like it aired last year. Assuming that's the date, what do you think Julian Fellow's reaction was when he heard that was the day that it would be returning? Did he, you know, have a second thought? Did he rub his hands together like, oh, baby? <laughs> well, I mean, do you mean in just the historical context or the in fact the that the historical date context? <laughs> I don't think, I mean, I think we're at a point where it is, it's not, if it's not Christmas, you can, you can premiere on it. So, so you don't think Julian Fellows had any axe to grind there saying like, you know what, America, let's throw it back um, to the New York I like to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think he, I'd like that. I mean, we're here debating which two Julian Fellows projects to discuss. I don't think we need to We always like to make his name. Julian Fellows like a money hungry guy who doesn't care about anything else. So just, uh, just clowning around on the, on the fellow. On the fellow. Yeah. No, I mean, hey, who knows? Yeah. Maybe he's just trying to get American pride because he could have done Belgravia. And he so so that's no. the, th- the thing, as you, as you alluded to, Dave, is that Belgravia and Dr. Thorne, Thorne are two miniseries that were written by Julian Fellows. So this is why it's in Correct. our wheelhouse that we have to talk about them. Um, but we can go either and, which way. And we should also preface this by saying just because we do one and not the other doesn't mean we won't eventually do both. Correct. But we want to gauge interest. And I think one of the reasons that we want to gauge interest is because, unfortunately for us, both of these shows are behind paywalls that are not as uh, commonplace in the United States. Like, these aren't on Netflix and Amazon Prime. We're going to need to get a new monthly subscription for one of these shows. And, And to break it down for, I guess this would be primarily domestic audiences, if you want to follow along with us, Dr. Thorne, you have to pay three dollars an episode to, mm-hmm. to watch it whereas belgravia is available on mgm plus which is a cost of 5.99 a month and also i've never heard of mgm plus until this day when i was looking up where to watch belgravia <laughs> so yeah that's enough an, and i think let's also just like talk about i, I think that right now this will air the week of, uh, it will be up probably July 6th. So we should have our voting done by, what is that timeline? The 8th or the 9th to have you, mm-hmm. you know, cast your vote. And we'll have it on all our socials. Uh, we will say, let's say July 9th, we'll close these polls. Yeah. Um, so that's, you have a couple days to pick. But Belgravia, six episodes. Dr. Mm-hmm. Thorne. Four, so I mean, logic and, and, says we'll have some time. Maybe we'll take another summer break. But at the same time, some people have been asking us to rewatch the first episode of Poldark. Some people have been asking us for Downton recaps. So potentially, you know, if you're looking for a little bit more spice this summer, something like Doctor Thorne will be able to cover and then do something else. So Gravia will take probably the rest of the summer. Correct. Uh, we could even talk about weather if we if we do Doctor Thorne and just you know just spend a week just talking observing on that. Uh, 
now I, I should note though, Belgravia is receiving a second season. Confirmed. Uh, Belgravia, the next chapter. However, it is worth stressing that the second season will not be written by Julian Fellows. Uh, it will be written by Helen Edmondson. Okay. Who's a, a Who's... famous uh, playwright and screenwriter. So, just so you know, you know, you're not getting a full full swoop of Fellows. It's just going to be that first season. Uh, but Belgravia, the composer, is a name you may, may uh, recognize. It's John Lunn. Who's the composer uh-huh. for Belgravia? <laughs> Our boy, we met him. Yeah, and, and the actors in Belgravia. It's uh, Alice Eve is the only name that seems recognizable to me. Whereas Doctor Thorne has Tom Hollander, not Tom Holland, but uh-huh. Tom Hollander, who's you know in, was in Pre- Pride and Prejudice. I, I think he was Prejudice. Um, You're no, missing the the poster. Look at the poster on IMDb. It's Drake Karn, baby. For Belgravia. For, oh, oh no! For Doctor Thorne. Oh yeah, it is Drake Karn and and, and Doctor Thorne. So, uh, Harry Richardson, he is in it. He's first billed on IMDb. And you also have Ian McShane, Allison Brie, people recognizable that are, are showing up in that show. Yeah. So yeah. Now this one totally went over our heads. One of our listeners in the Lords of Grantham Lounge suggested this, and I was like. Excuse me? How do we... Ma- Granted, the podcast was not on in 2016, but mm. you know, our fellows' friendship and, and enjoyment should... you know We should have done our homework a little more diligently. Dave, guess how many followers ha- ha- uh, Harry Richardson has on Instagram? I'm going to guess it's really a, a sad low number. I'll say 50K? 35. Oh, I almost said 30. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, there's an, he has enough passionate followers out there you'd think you'd have more but so it goes uh so there you have it it's it's in your hands folks what should we watch next for the summer until yeah so and and before we do that i'm just gonna give you i think we should just read what the synopses are oh wait tom wilkinson is also in belgravia i'm sorry i I just totally glazed over that okay go ahead dave i'm sorry so belgravia the imdb two sentence one sentence synopsis Follows events when the emerging nouveau rich, riche, R-I-C-H-E, I don't know that, rich, riche, whatever that is, including mm-hmm. the Trenchard family, rub shoulders with London's established upper classes and when secrets from the past threaten to emerge. So that kind of sounds a little like British version of uh, Gilded Age, sort of new money, old money. Mm-hmm. Dr. Thorne, penniless Mary Thorne grows up with her uncle. Dr. Thorne and develops a friendship with the family at the nearby Greshamsbury Park Estate. Simple. So we got, you know, poor young lady. Also seems like a Gilded Age where Marion is broke and going to live with her rich aunts. This is Mary Thorne goes to live with rich uncle. So I have no dog in the fight. I like Drake Karn. I like Ian McShane. But I also like the idea of something that has a second season. But... This is up to the fans, and we encourage dialogue. We encourage questions. You know, if you have any, and don't suggest like a third option. These are the two that we're going with. Okay, we're pretty. We want Julian back in our lives. Yeah. Uh, As a writer, not not as the actor. I know there's the acting. Of course, we could go with Julian. We're not. We're not ready for that yet. We're not ready for the full Julian. Yeah, we'll get that in September. Wait, Harry Richardson's Australian. 
I know, yeah, again, sure. deep cut for Poldark fans, Drake Karn. <laughs> but yeah, not British. Who knew? Well, so those are your options. That's all we had to say about that. Yeah. It's the summer. We're busy. But we wanted to do this on the main feed instead of just on social polls because we know a lot of people listen to this that don't necessarily access our socials regardless of how we promote them because some people just are not on socials, which is fine. Enjoy. You're probably more, uh, you have better mental health than those of us that are stuck on the social medias are. Fair. Dave, have you been watching anything else? Uh, It's been a move. You know, I've been... Moving, I've, I've been watching boxes of things. I've been watching like a lot of Shark Tank on YouTube, just like background noise TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess uh, one thing I will say uh, is my, since I, you know, I moved in with my girlfriend, and where I I introduced her to like The Circle and mm-hmm. Love Is Blind and all of these Netflix dating shows, and she would always say, you know, you need to come to the motherland and watch the big great reality show dating show so this might delight some of our listeners this might upset some of our listeners but i'm i'm on the bachelorette train oh okay how are you liking that it's it's exactly like all these other shows you know it's hammy it's fun it's goofy it's stupid it's you know not i've never done it before so i'm i'm here for the season i've only watched one season of the bachelor is the one with the guy who hopped the fence uh and that dude turned out to be trash and yeah, I mean, I can see the appeal. It's just it's the time commitment. It's like two hours. It's like it's like you know, same as wrestling. You, you, you mean you have to watch two to three hours of this every week to keep up? It's a, it's I don't a think it's that. I mean, this it didn't feel like that long. I think it was like an hour, okay. maybe. I could be, I could be just like totally swept in, but I don't yeah. know. What? And I guess you said wrestling. For speaking of the the UK, the WWE went to London over the weekend in one of the most electric shows we've seen in a while. Yeah, I mean, if you like dramatics, they had a, a civil war between a family uh, because two were sick of falling in line with uh, their tribal chief. Their needy Roman cousin, Reigns. yeah. <laughs> yeah, their cousin. And so they had to beat each other up as you do in family uh, civil wars. Yeah, and, and you know, John Cena came out, much to the surprise of the audience, and petitioned for WrestleMania to be in London, which would be, uh, you know. Do we have to go to that, Dave, if they have a mania in London? Maybe, maybe, maybe we need to bring, you know what we need to do? We need to get in touch with our boys at High Clear Castle, Jan, and mm. try to bring the wrestlers to High Clear Castle. We got to have yeah. John Cena and drinking gin with him, Lord Carnarvon. <laughs> we need Julian Fellows to, to script some matches or something. Who, hey, who's the, is it Hurt, Werner Herzog is a big wrestling fan. Like he loves going to wrestling. So, you know, it's not beyond the hoity-toity Hollywood elite to enjoy some lowbrow entertainment. What have you been watching, Corey? I mean, lowbrow entertainment. <laughs> uh, this is this is why we watch the, the British period dramas to even out you know our tastes. Um, I, I finished The Idol on HBO, the much maligned show from the weekend. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's just as bad as everyone says, and somehow worse, and yet somehow more watchable than I think you may think. <laughs> it's so bad. It, like everything about it is just head scratchingly awful. It's just like none of this makes any sense. None of the plot elements make any sense. Okay. But the music's good and the people are attractive and you know. <laughs> is it Johnny just, Depp's daughter? Is the lead? yeah, yeah. If you like a train wreck, this, this is the show is a total train wreck and it's only five episodes. Hank Azaria. Right. I'm probably not gonna watch it. <laughs> I I suggest no one watches it ever and just get buried. Um, 
I also watched uh, this dating show on on HBO Max or Max, whatever, Swiping America, where people traveled to uh, cities across America to see what it was like in the different dating pools and stuff. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that enlightening? Uh, it seemed like everyone in Denver or Boulder seemed really nice. <laughs> they, they, they like those people the most. But uh, yeah, cleared through that. And okay. Aside from that, saw Indiana Jones. Loved it. People were hitting it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just falling out, falling out of touch, but I loved it. <laughs> I, I was all in. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think all, of all the people that I know that have seen it, everyone's like unanimously liked it. So I feel like haters people are just a little salty, you know? Say, Dave, you saw Transformers today, right? I did see Transformers today. That's what I needed a mental health break from unpacking boxes. So I sat. It was very cold in the theater. Mm-hmm. But I Were you sat. I, no, there was, I think, five other people in the theater. Okay. It was fantastic. I, I loved it. What do, see, I mean, people, like, it has like a 54% Rotten Tomatoes. What do they know? <laughs> well, what do they know? It was, it was one of those movies that I think I, I had, took two pee breaks and I didn't miss anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew exactly when, just by the pacing of the movie, when to get up. And when I came back, the action was starting to ramp, or the exposition to set up the action was starting. Yeah. You know, I think getting Bay away from those creatively is, is good. I, you know, because I've been conflicted, because you and I, we both saw the 2007 one in theaters, opening mm-hmm. night, <laughs> and we loved it. And it, it's, it's still very much a fun movie, but I think the difference is, that's a good, fun action movie. This one is good for if you're a Transformers fan like that one I think it's kind of like its own thing this is like actually for fans of Transformers (laughs) and so it's it's exciting in that way and so I don't recommend it to anyone beyond that audience and children (laughs) but for that audience this is what you've been waiting for oh yeah yeah the characters actually have some sort of emotional arc I mean Bumblebee touched on it but yeah my my audience clapped for uh, Bumblebee in the the last act (laughs) oh man I lost my mind I was like this is woo (laughs) <laughs> yeah, dude. The, the moment in the movie. Sorry for listeners. You can just tune out. But like the moment in the movie where uh, the human, the optimist, the whole movie is like, I don't need humans. I hate humans. He actually has like an arc of like, I don't want to be here. And then when the human says, Where are you, optimist? Why aren't you on Cybertron? And optimist just looks at him like, Who are you <laughs> to question me? He's like, I'm, I'm thousands of years of years old. <laughs> I'm Optimus Prime. Um. And Dave, did you enjoy Ron Perlman as Optimal? You could Optimus? barely tell it was well, Optimus Primal. Oh, I'm sorry, Optimus Primal. Sorry, sorry. I I mean he's he's doesn't he he turns the Ron Perlman down, mm. but he's fine. He's good. He, he earns his paycheck though in that moment though when he says, I don't want to spoil it for people, but when he says that one word, it's like oh yeah, pay him all the money. Yeah, I'll give it to, give it to him with <laughs> yeah. a lot of fan service for like a very niche. Sector of Transformers fans, and all our fans are like, just watch Doctor Thorne, watch Bo Grosky, <laughs> shut up about. So this is what we're doing, folks. Is we're just dumbing ourselves down just to kind of level ourselves back up for the shows you want us to watch. <laughs> that, that's where we're at. It's summertime, people. Come on. Oh yeah. Just cut us some slack. <laughs> but we could. I think. I think. With that being said, we could wrap it up. I think so. I think so. Cast your well, vote. Yeah, and you know where you can cast your vote. You can cast it at lordsgrantham at gmail.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Leave us a five-star rating and review if you so choose, and cast your vote that way if you want to do that. You can oh, also yeah, if you did for, that, that's two votes. <laughs> exactly. Yes, we weren't, we're not setting any limits here. Um, just you have to vote on each different channel. That's the only thing. You can't keep spamming the box in one channel is all we'll say. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and if you want to vote via our, via our Patreon, Lords of Grantham Land, you can do that too. Uh, mm-hmm. You know where to find us. Uh, and I think on that, we'll catch you next time on the pod. <laughs>